0: Welcome to Quick Takes with Kevin, a weekly podcast about leadership, life, and ministry with Kevin Ezel, president of the North American Mission Board. Each week, Kevin will be focusing on how pastors can keep their souls healthy in the midst of the demands and challenges of everyday life. Now, here's your host, Kevin Ezel. Hey, Pastor, this is Kevin Ezel from North American Mission Board with Quick Takes with Kevin, and today... I have a real special friend of mine, Jeremy Morton, the pastor of First Baptist Church in Woodstock.
1: Jeremy, man, thanks for taking the time to do this. Kevin, thanks, thanks for your leadership and your personal friendship. I'm honored to be here. God bless you. Thank you.
0: Now, listen, man, I've had the privilege of getting to watch you uh, grow and mature for several years as a pastor, and I've always been an incredible communicator and preacher. And and today, uh, in in the quick takes, we want to talk about some different chapters and things that go on. This chapter 32 is on gentleness. or the shock absorber of the soul type thing. Hey, but but before I get to that, I just want to ask you what everybody's thinking. They're not thinking about chapter 32. They're thinking, what in the world is it like following Johnny Hunt?
1: Wow, Kevin, you're the first person to ask me that. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Kevin, it has been the honor of my life, and it's also been the great challenge of my ministry. How do you feel the shoes of someone who has been as faithful and as wonderful as Pastor Johnny? So I'll say this. It's happening and it's happening well because of God's grace, because of many wonderful people that have prayed for me, because of Pastor Johnny being so gracious to me personally. He and Miss Janet have modeled what I hope to be. If God willing, I'm a pastor 30 years from now and I have the privilege to succeed to a young leader. Pastor Johnny's been so supportive. So really, Kevin, I haven't done anything except say yes to the Lord, and I've tried to be faithful, but God's put good people around me all along the way, and one of those is Pastor Johnny himself. So it's the grace of God and the fingerprints of God all over it, Kevin.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm very grateful for, for you, and also extremely grateful for the contribution of First Dad's Woodstock to the North American Mission Board, which you <laughs> on me of <have>
1: constantly. <laughs> well, we're honored to do it. We really are teammates, and we're all connecting for something so much bigger than ourselves. So I rejoice at that. I sincerely do. Yeah, we had we had a good time last year during Brother
0: Johnny's transition year. We did. But uh, what's, what's the one thing that you and I have in common?
1: <laughs> exactly. Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it, Kevin? Go I, ahead. Go ahead. Well, we know what it's like to work for Johnny Hunt. Both of us, we don't, <laughs> but we kind of do work for Johnny Hunt, and we're honored to partner together for that great cause. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's right.
0: I, I love him. There's no way possible to keep up with him. Uh, Absolutely. But, he's he's he runs on a battery that that nobody else knows about he does he does well uh listen chapter 32 of lancewood's book it talks about mm-hmm. shock absorbers of the soul the importance of gentleness and really the balance of being a stern i mean sometimes you gotta you have leaders have to be leaders but at the same time there has to be a sense of gentleness there and you do that extremely well you're very disarming because your sense of humor and and you affirm people i mean it's how do you do that balance or how do you manage to balance a gentle spirit with a, a very obvious uh, leader?
1: Well, Kevin, I'm not sure I do it well, but I do desire with all my heart to be a spirit-filled man. I want to be a spirit-filled dad and husband and obviously a spirit-filled pastor. I was praying this morning, not even really thinking about this podcast, but Jesus said in Luke 11:13. 13, that if you, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And I just felt led in my prayer time to say, Lord, please give me a fresh filling this day, this season of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will manifest Himself through your life and ministry, I think with a spirit of gentleness. If you look at Jesus, we're not told much about His own personal personality, a whole lot but we're told that he was meek, he was gentle, he was lowly in heart. I don't think anyone would think he was a pushover or that Jesus was weak or a coward, but Jesus had this way of tough, rugged, strong, firm leadership, but he wasn't a jerk about it. And people joyously signed up to follow him. And I think that's what pastors should become. And I think that's what people want to follow. People want to follow a leader, but no one wants to follow a jerk. And they shouldn't. They should follow a selfless, kind, loving leader who puts the interest of the people first. And that's the aim of my life. And if God will help me, I intend to do that until Jesus comes or I die. Yeah.
0: Well, I, you know, when you're leading any. Anything- You 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 often can be looked at as an organizational steamroller, or and some look at people uh, he's just a relational, uh, touchy feely relational people builder. Now see you need to be both absolutely, or as stern leader and to relate with. uh, What do you say? um, Again, what do you think it is, or is it just your own personal walk with the Lord that keeps that imbalance of not being strong enough leader and a gentle enough people building.
1: Well, I think it comes from your own personal devotional life, Kevin. I mm-hmm. do, like Pastor Johnny has said for years, I do believe everything rises and falls on your own individual time with the Lord. And so I want to abide in Christ. And as I abide in Christ, John 15, four, as I remain in him, he gives me capacity to do the things that he's calling me to do. When I'm in trouble, if I'll look back with hindsight, it's usually because I stepped away from the plan of God or the will of God, or I rushed ahead or I fell behind. But if I'm in sync, if I'm in alignment with the Holy Spirit and I'm walking with God, like Enoch did, Enoch walked with God, then I can do anything God intends for me to do. If I can't do it, it might be that God doesn't intend for me to do it because I can do anything that the Holy Spirit wants me to do. So sometimes that means with our staff or our key people, our stakeholders in ministry, we say yes, even if it makes us uncomfortable, and we do it with a gentle spirit. Or sometimes that means we must say no, we must guard the flock and guard the future of the ministry with a tough but kind no. So only Jesus can help you in that moment know when to say yes, when to say no, or when to say not now. Again, you're not, if you're a dictator, you're a terrible leader. But if you're a doormat, you're a terrible leader. You must be a kind, gentle leader that knows who you are and knows how to lead people, but you can't push people and you can't shove people or they won't stay with you long. You know, the unique thing
0: is we're we're not called when you're called to lead a church you're not leading a fortune 500 company and right. so some extra limitations or is placed on you what do you how do you think it impacts people uh in our world A non-believers they look at the church when they see leaders who lack gentleness and you know we've all seen guys that pastor and they do church. certain certain ways and like oh sure. gee not helping any of us you know. Sure. Uh, think, um, or how do we impact people when we lack a sense of
1: gentleness? Well, I don't think we're impacting anyone as pastors if we're not shepherding. If you study the imagery of the Old Testament and the New Testament, what is God's call? God's call is for us to shepherd the flock of God. So I think shepherds have this special way of guiding the sheep and leading the sheep, but they are certainly not abusive to the sheep. If a shepherd doesn't have sheep, he may be a lot, but he ain't no shepherd. Okay, that's what we'd say in South Georgia. So if he's a shepherd, he is gentle and he is kind. And he, Psalm 28, seven through nine, I, I read it this morning. Shepherd us and carry us forever, O Lord. You know what shepherds do? They carry the sheep if necessary. And it's the picture, I read this this morning, it was so fresh in my heart, just as Jesus will carry me, I must be willing to carry the burdens and the concerns and the questions of my people. And if I stick my hands up and go, don't ask me anything, or I'm not available, I'm unapproachable, I'm inaccessible. Are you a shepherd? Again, I'm not saying that we can be all things to all people. That's impossible. We can't always say yes, but shepherding equals contact. Shepherding equals connection with the people. And and that's gentle. That's gentle, right? Shepherding is selfless. It's courage to fight against the lions and the bears, but it's the sweetness of sitting down and letting the little children laugh with you and have uh, fun at vacation Bible school, which perhaps may not happen this summer, but I'm just, you know what I mean? The ministry. Right. I remember
0: when the, when I was pastor, I had a, a youth minister. I just got to the church. I realized he's just not, he ain't got the, the, he ain't got the quality we need. <laughs> yeah. And I said, Hey, tell me, what is the number? What's your biggest challenge in student ministry? And he said, that's easy. And I said, what is it? And he goes, I can't stand students. And, and he had a whole idea. Like he wanted to be a minister, but he just didn't like, he really didn't like people even. And so, you know, it's impossible, like you said, it's impossible unless you have a shepherd's heart. Well, Jeremy, man, thanks for your time today. And I know you've been That's extremely good. busy and uh, and I appreciate you uh, helping us conquer this topic and answering that question that I'm sure everyone's wanting to know. So we're so That's grateful right. for Brother Johnny. We are so thankful Absolutely. that you're following him there at Woodstock.
1: You've done such an incredible job doing that transition. So thanks appreciate you. it. Buddy. God bless you, my friend. Thanks a lot.
0: Thanks for joining us for Quick Takes with Kevin. Each week, Kevin will visit with pastors and leaders as they talk about the challenges they face and the lessons they've learned in balancing faith, family, and ministry. Thank you for being with us.